welcome back to the Child of God podcast, where we are focusing on following God's word daily as I slowly move the night towards me so that I don't make any weird noises. But we are back with a new episode where we are going to be focusing not only on our journey, but looking and seeing what exactly God wants us to see and how exactly does he want us to live the life that he has blessed us with. And so that we can continue to understand and acknowledge the fact that the journey is hard. The journey is different. God will send so many different things your way. We might not always quote unquote win all the time, but regardless, we are in love with Jesus Christ. And no matter the journey, no matter the obstacles, we're going to jump over them to get closer to him. So let us start with a prayer and let us get straight in. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day, another week, another month, and another year. Despite what's going on in the world, thank you so much for allowing us to sit here with you today and just listen to your word, listen to the Bible being read, and just share our thoughts on what you were telling the Israelites, what you were telling Joshua, and what you're telling us. And so, amen. Okay, guys, so we're starting off with a new chapter, a new book, and I don't know if you guys noticed but so am i yes we dyed the hair um for those who are listening on apple podcasts i'm sorry that you can't see it go on over to the youtube channel and take a look but um yes i restarted my locks which i'm very happy about surprisingly because i also kind of see it as like a journey of like just the child god podcast is on a journey I'm on a journey, so why not we just, you know, do something different to commemorate the journey, but I also was very, for a long time, was not sure what I was going to do with my hair, and then I was just like, you know what, locks, I love my locks, and I love my hair, so I'll just do that, and here we are. So, we are starting off in Joshua, like I said last week, when we ended off Deuteronomy, when we had our recap which just as a quick reminder go into the bio or the description and check out all of the past episodes that were absolutely amazing that touch so many hearts because listen it touched my heart each episode touches my heart and so i hope it does the same to you and touches your heart if you need a prayer request please put in a prayer request i do want to pray for you pray with you um if you want to pray together please drop like your info there so i can call you or we can text or whatever on instagram so that you know you know that we're here as children of god as brothers and sisters that we actually are here supporting each other through this journey and so joshua chapter one if you are opening up your bibles we see that joshua is appointing i mean god is appointing joshua to succeed moses i don't know if any of you are currently in the succession planning mode of your life but no matter how big like a promotion it is you definitely have to be ready you definitely have to be ready to take on that promotion. And just a quick tidbit, I wonder how Joshua felt because I know he was a spy 
like 40 years ago. And so now he's like, yeah, this is the same line I was a spy going into. Who would have thought? He probably sitting there like, who would have thought that I would have been the one leading us back in to our promised land? And you know what's crazy is you don't think it, but Joshua really kind of set the way by remaining faithful and by by trusting god and trusting that god was going to protect him he secured his own future so my first question for you guys today is are you securing your future through your actions are you showing god in the times when you might seem insignificant that you love him and are willing to trust in everything that he says. So now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead, and now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou all this people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Now that sounds like a lot of land. So that sounds like a lot of handy dandy promised land. And so therefore shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. And I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And it's so crazy because it's not crazy at all. But God, and this I always say this, but it's like God is just always just reassuring us that he's always with us. He always is going to be watching over, over us. He's never going to forsake us. And it's like, can't I get that in my thick head? Oh my gosh. Well, God always said that Israel's Israelites were hard-headed but let me just tell y'all my head rock it's a whole rock okay and so he told joshua also he said to be strong and of good courage for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance of the land which i swear unto their fathers to give them he said be be strong and be of good courage so first and foremost you know joshua got this promotion great dandy he got all this land he about to be giving it out according to god's will but then you're thinking that it's going to be all great now that we have the promise and that we got we're getting what god has finally promised us and you think oh maybe there aren't going to be any trials and tribulations hold up wait a minute let's step back a bit god said yeah, I'm going to give you this promise time, but he never said that there wasn't going to be any trials. He never said that there wasn't going to be any tribulations. So what makes us think that God is just going to, you know, give us his promised land and we don't have to continue to do the good hard work that we've been doing this entire time? We think maybe, oh, I got this promised land. I don't got to be in my Bible anymore. I got this new job. I don't have to pray for anything anymore because God has already given it to me. I'm good. No, I don't think that's how that works because God, despite giving Joshua so much good news, he said to be strong and to be of good courage. This is a lot of responsibility. Spreading God's word is so much responsibility and surely sharing out the inheritance is a huge responsibility. And so we see here in chapter one, verse nine, God said to be strong, but then he said it 
I jumped. He said it chapter six, not chapter six, verse six first. He said, be strong and of good courage, right? He said it verse six. Verse seven, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. So you, you have to keep following God's law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whither soeth thou goest. You know, guys, this King James Version be carrying. And so, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day, day, and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, question mark. No, he, he said it again. Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. So just a quick recap. We're not even like done chapter one yet. But it's such great tea because when God promotes us, he gives us the promise line. He gives us the successes, but he still says you need to one, be strong, be of good courage. Two, follow the law day and night. Be immersed in the law day and night, aka this chunky Bible right here. And three, once again, reminding us that you should not depart from that law because if you don't depart from that law, you will be prosperous, you will be successful, and you must continue to be strong and courageous. Now, is this easy? No. Will we see Joshua like falter? Yes. But at the end of the day, this is the blueprint right now. Because I know me personally, like I would get something, I would get something and I just be like, oh, thank you, Lord. And then a week will go by and where is my Bible? Where is my devotional? Where is my prayer? Where is my worship time? It's not there because I've grown so complacent in the promise that he's already given me. I'm thinking that's it. That's not it. Like there is so much more and i'm not saying that every success or every version of the promised line is going to be you know riches and gold some might be what society might call small wins when they're actually great so it's just so much and so joshua prepares the people to continue to pass over to to jordan like god has instructed so we see joshua saying yeah we got to follow his word we have to listen to what he's saying and he say let's go past the jordan so Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host and command the people, saying, Prepare you victuals, for within three days ye shall pass over this Jordan. And he said, the Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God hath given you rest and hath given you this line. And don't forget it, because, and I've said this before, sometimes we get what God has promised us and we forget that God gave it to us. We forget that those nights that when we were crying on our knees, begging God for this, he's given it to us. That doesn't mean we stop getting on our knees and thanking him or continue to talk to him and continue to build and develop our relationship with him. He said, your wives, your little ones, everything will remain in this side of the land in which your Lord has given you. 
Then ye shall return unto the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses the Lord's servant gave you on this side of Jordan toward the sun rising. He said, the people pledge allegiance to Joshua. They answered him. They said, they'll do what he commands them to do. And so, but the thing was, the thing, the crazy part about it was, it was like, according as we hearken unto Moses and all things, so will we hearken unto you. Only the Lord thy God with thee, be with thee. As he was with Moses. Do y'all remember the Israelites hearing, uh, listening to everything that Moses said? They must have had their recollection mixed up. Because I don't remember that. But whoever he be that doth rebel against thy commandments. And will not hearken unto thy words. And all thy commands is him. He shall be put to death only by strong and of a good courage. Listen to me. These people are talking with a lot of bass in their voice. And then we'll see what happens later on in Joshua. And so now we're going into chapter two, where they send the two spies in, which, you know what? This is one of my, <coughs> pardon me. This is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite stories because, you know, the women are strong. And so Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out Shittim two men to spy secretly saying, go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into a harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there and it was told the king of Jericho saying behold there came men into the country the night of the children of Israel to search out the country I don't know how these people be knowing this back in those olden times but anyway um and the woman took the two men and hid them and said thus there came men unto me and I wist not whence they were I don't recommend lying but she was protecting the people of God and so she said, and the woman took the two men and hid them and said thus, there come unto me, like I said, I wist not whence they were. And it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate, when it was dark that the men went out, whether the men went, I wot not, pursue after them quickly, for ye shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax which she had laid in order upon the roof. And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan unto the fords. And as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. She prepared. She was prepared. She was like, yeah, come inside. Come. I got you. I got you. Hide in this, this hay right here. They won't know where you are. I won't tell them where you are. And that's on period. And so... Before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord, ah, let me just tell you, when you, or when God sends you on a mission, everything will be prepared for you. Now, they didn't know how they was going to escape. They didn't know who was going to be helping them to prevent them from getting captured by the king. But the Lord provided, and he provided in a way that they were not only saved, but they saved someone else. So she said unto them, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, period, and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when ye came out of Egypt, and what ye did unto the two kings of Amorites, on that side of Jordan, utterly destroyed, by the way. And now, therefore, I pray you swear unto me by the Lord, since I have shewed you kindness, that ye will also shew kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token. They, she said, I missed a verse. She said in verse 11, as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts melted. 
Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. And the men answer her, Our life for yours, if ye utter not this our business, and it shall be when the Lord hath given us the line that we will deal kindly and truly with you. Now, therefore, I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord. She tell them, hey, y'all better talk to him and get me a little secret spot in, please. I don't. My heart's already melted. I need to be safe. And I trust in your God because he is the God alone of heaven and, ben and earth beneath. And so she let them down by a cord through the window of her house was upon the town wall. And she dwelt upon the wall. Isn't that crazy, though? Literally, God had prepared to, one, save them, two, save her, three, she's all, like, I wonder if sometimes we are the Rahab. Does that make sense? Because, let's say, God has positioned us. We went through all of this. Because, I, mean, I mean, from the way they described her, she might have been through a lot. And so... She's positioned, she's been through a lot, and she's positioned right here on this nice town wall for an easy escape of some great spy sent by the Lord to scout out the place. And all you know is you're positioned perfectly to help God's people. Would you? Like, if two random spies, obviously this is very outdated, but two random spies or someone else comes and asks you for help, and, you know, you don't know if God sent them, you don't know if what they're doing is going to save you, so on and so forth, then what would happen? Would you save them? And so, it's a lot of good questions here. And so, are you the spy or are you Rahab? I have no idea. But sometimes I kind of see myself as Rahab because at the end of the day, sometimes we let our trauma get the best of us and think that we can't be a part of the kingdom of God. That's a lie. That's a lie because you can help others regardless. You can be a child of God by believing, loving Jesus Christ's grace that saves you and by helping others and by bringing other people closer to him. And once you you help and you facilitate that, that change, then your space, your spot in the kingdom will also be secured. Just like Rahab's spot or protection was secured once she helped the spies. And so... They told her, um, she, after she let down, she had instructions too. After she let down the cord, she said to them, get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you. Hide yourself there for three days until the pursuers return, and afterward may ye go your way. Behold, when we come into the land, thou, oh, and the men said unto her, we will be blameless of this thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. And the men said to her, we, oh, behold, I don't know what's with my reading today. Behold, when we come into land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by, and thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household upon home unto thee. She really said, I'm going to save my whole family. 
she played a crucial part. And I think some people out here, they'd be the only Christians in their family. And just by being that child of God, just by being that kind-hearted, loving person, your family slowly can't help but to fall in love with Jesus Christ just by seeing how great and how amazing he has touched your life. And so, they come into the line and... They said, they said, it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand upon him. And if thou utter this our business, then we will be quit of thine oath, which thou hast made unto us. He said, be quiet. He said, keep quiet, because we made this with you. We made this with you. And she said, according unto your words, so be it. And she sent them away, and they departed, and she bound the scarlet line in the window. And they went and came unto the mountain, and abode there three days until the pursuers were returned. And the pursuers sought them throughout all the way, but found them not. So the two men returned and descended from the mountain and passed over, and came to Joshua the son of the nun, and told him all the things that befell them. And they said unto Joshua, Truly the Lord, truly the Lord hath delivered into our hearts all the land. For even all the inhabitants of the country do faint because of us. Okay, leading into chapter 3, when they are crossing the Jordan River, Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from the, where they were at, and he called everyone the children of Israel and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days, the officers went through the host. And they commanded the people, saying, When ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua spake unto the priests, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant and pass over before the people. And they took the ark and they passed over. The Lord encourages Joshua. And so... That's like a title in my book, and I'll put the link down in the description box if you guys like like this kind of Bible, but it kind of has headings, and so I always like to see the headings before I read, but basically, and the Lord said unto Joshua, this day will I begin to magnify, let it, let it be known, let it be known, and the Lord said unto Joshua, this day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. And thou shalt command the priests that bear the ark of the covenant, when ye are come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will with Without fail, drive out from you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hebites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites, <laughs> and the Amorites and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passes over you before you into the Jordan. He is before. He is going before them. He's behind them. He's with them. He's encouraging Joshua on the side of him. It's just so amazing how God is with us in every single step of the way he's not gonna he's not gonna lead us into some place that we aren't going to be protected he's not gonna share with you his vision and his promise line and and not already have it already planned out i know sometimes i definitely be trying to plan out my life 
but he already has it planned. There's no reason for me to be planning at all. I mean, I might, you know, want to pick out a few frames on the house. You know, you, you definitely want to pick out your husband, but God probably already got him picked out. He might stumble into your life. You think you got control, but God really just sent him there. It's just, it's just, it's just amazing. And so it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant, the Lord of all of the earth shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, that the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. Miracles on miracles. And it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan and the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And as they bear the Ark, were come into Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the Ark were dipped in the brim of the water the waters came down from above, stood and rose up. And the waters, they split. They came down toward the sea plain. Even the salt sea failed and were cut off. And the people passed clean over the Jordan. Let me just tell y'all, there was it was raining the other day and I did not pass over that flood clean. I was thigh deep, thigh deep in water. And so here we get to chapter four, where 12 stones are taken from the Jordan River as a memorial to just to show what God has done. The 12 stones representing the 12 tribes of Israel. And then Joshua called the 12 men who have been prepared of the children of Israel out of every tribe, a man. And they came and we put them together. And he said, what mean ye by these stones? And then they shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord when it passed over Jordan. This is what they're supposed to be telling their children and children and generations after generations that what the Lord has done for them and what the Lord has commanded of them. And so the Jordan rivers returned back down. And on that day, the Lord magnified Joshua in the sight of all Israel. And they feared him as they feared Moses all the days of his life. And let me just tell you, it's crazy how God literally said, yeah, this is what it's going to be. And it's not really even crazy. It's just the truth. This is what it's going to be. And Joshua's like, did it? And then literally, that's what happened. And so don't think that it's not going to happen for you. And so the chapter five, we see the Israelites making preparation for Passover, which occurs in Gilgal, where they set up after they mounted those stones. Um, and so basically that's what occurred. And they were talking about how they ate of corn and unleavened cakes and parched corn in the selfsame day. And they reminisced on how they walked 40 years and then another 40 years. And who raised them up and just, they had it all to come to pass. And they memorized like circumcision. And the Lord said unto Joshua that this day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off you. Wherefore the name of this place is called Gilgal unto this day. And so we get to chapter 6. We know we love this section of Joshua because this is when the good old Jericho was destroyed and so now jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of israel none went out and none came in jericho as a country was like yeah we're not about to let these troublemakers in um it's time to close the gates close the walls up don't be letting no strangers into your homes that's just what it is and that's what's going to be and the lord said unto joshua see i have given into thine hand jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor which is crazy because 
it's, I don't even really need to stop saying it's crazy, but it's just so mind-boggling that we, they probably walked up to Jericho, or if it was me, I probably walked up to Jericho, I see all the shutters up, all the walls up, all the gates locked, all the securities hefty. I'm just going to be like, okay, Lord, how am I going to get in? Because I don't got no key. I definitely don't got no armory to be busting down the walls or whatever. So what 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 exactly am I going to do? And the Lord's just there. As he sees me walking up to this wall, he's like, yeah, I already gave it all to you. It don't look like it right now, but he's like, I already gave it all to you. Don't worry. Just relax. I already gave it all to you. There's no reason to worry. And so... He said, ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go around the city once. Thus shall do six days. Now, this is also very funny. Because you could imagine, like, the Lord whispering in your ear. He's saying, I already gave it to you. But you better walk six days around this wall. You, But you, but you, you already gave it to me, though. You already told me I'm getting it. You already gave it to me. But now I got to go do six times? Six times around this wall? Is that what you're telling me? <sighs> now, let me just tell you, my Jericho is definitely the podcast because I was just like, yeah, you telling me to do this podcast. I'm feeling it. you putting this whisper in my air. You need to do this podcast. You need to do it. You need to be in it. You need to You need to get working on it. Um, Like, I felt like, oh, lock sticking up. I felt like he was telling me, I felt like he was telling me that this, you were going to spread this, this, this message, this God's love all around the world. That's what I felt in my heart that he was telling me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm okay, so let's go. Let me, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. I got it. So I'm doing this and then I'm just like, and then he's just like, yeah, you got to work. You got to work for a very long time. I don't know how long. I'm not telling you how long, but just know you got to work. I mean, they had six days. I don't know how long I got, but you got to work. And I was like, hmm, hmm. Let me tell y'all, I started working, and let's just say, let's just say I had six days. I started working for the first two, and I gave up. And I was just like, yeah, I, I, it's not working out right now. It's probably not for me. And it's crazy because God will tell you he has something for you. He tells you it's already yours, but we have a hard time doing the work. And so if the Israelites at Jericho didn't march around six, seven times, they would have never gotten what God already told them was theirs. You have something, you know, God said it's, said it's yours, but you're not willing to do the work for it. You don't do you do you not want what God has for you. He knows what he has for you. He has already given it to you. All you got to do is do six days of work. That's it. And so the seven priests shall bear before the ark. They got they had to carry trumpets, ark, ark, the ark, seven trumpets they had to carry. Uh, they had to compass the city seven times, um, and the priest shall blow with the trumpets. So, I'll repeat this again. They, he said that, y'all got it. I already gave you all the, this, the kingdom, I already gave you all the king. Ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. 
Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets and ram horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And the priests shall blow with trumpets. So, now, I know this is crazy. But I just had, like, I feel like God has put it on my heart. And it, like, my question is, do you run a marathon without prep? Are, do you run a marathon without preparation? No. So the Israelites, basically, in my opinion, was having to train. They had to train for that last day. They couldn't just go up to Jericho and be like, yeah, let me walk around sometimes. <sighs> I can't blow the horn. I don't got no, I don't got the breath strength for that. But here they are. They do in six days first. Seventh day, they have to do it seven times. <laughs> And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, and all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend upon every man straight before him. Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up your ark of covenant, let the seven priests um, bear seven trumps of ram, and before the ark of the Lord, and he said unto the people, Pass on, encompass the city, and let them that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass, and Joshua had spoken unto the people, that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of the ram's horn passed on before the Lord, blew their trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. And the armed men went before the priest that blew with the trumpets, and the rare the re, the re, re reward came after the ark, the priest going on and blowing with the trumpets. And Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Ye shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout, then, then ye shall shout. So the ark of the Lord compassed the city, going about it once, and they camp, came into the camp, lodged in the camp. Joshua rose up early in the morning, and the priest took up the ark. So they're doing this daily, every single day. On the second day, they compassed the city once and returned. Came the pass on the seventh day, that they rose early about the dawning of the day, and they compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that day, they compassed the city seven times. Now, before I get to the end, I just want to say this, right? So, one, one, they was told, yeah, y'all got to walk around the city. No, one, they was told that, yeah, y'all going to have to, y'all are going to have to recognize that I've already given y'all the city. I've already given y'all the king. Two, y'all going to have to work for this. Y'all going to, y'all going to put the work in now. I gave y'all everything. Y'all going to put the work in. Don't worry about Anything else, just do what I said and put the work in. And then three, don't complain. The Lord literally said, he said, no talking, no murmuring, no nothing. He said, no, no kiki keying, no laughing, no nothing. He said, no shouting. He said, ye shall not shout nor make any noise with your voice. Y'all better not be yawning. Neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout then shall ye shout so basically they took a fast from talking i don't know if they had to if i don't know if they were allowed to talk while they were in camp but i wonder if sometimes we really have to stop talking so that god can give us our blessing now i know it's it's probably hard to say oh yeah i gotta stop talking but if we stop talking how much things that we say can possibly prevent us from from not experiencing what God has for us. Because I know for a fact that I complain. 
that's like literally on my top checklist is to stop complaining. But how much times have our complaints, how much times of our negative thoughts, how much times of our murmurs or uh, like disappreciation or or lack of enthusiasm for what God has already given us halted the process of us getting our blessing, halted the process of us truly understanding the process that God has put us in or truly understanding what God is putting us through so that we can get what he has already called us to. Now, I know I didn't just say that. I felt like, okay, chapter 6, verse 16, And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priests blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city. Finally, open your mouths. You're you haven't been talking anyway, so you you better shout with all with everything you have. And the city shall be accursed, even it and all that therein to the Lord. Only Rahab shall live, and she and all that are within her house, because she hid the pe- the messengers that we sent. And honestly, the thing is, they kept saying her past history. They kept saying she wasn't she wasn't whole like holier than now she wasn't she wasn't the best person she wasn't an israelite but she was saved she was saved and she was loved and she was protected just like you are sometimes i let my trauma i let my past sins convince me that i'm not good enough to be saved protected and loved but god already has said that i have saved you i'm protecting you i love you and that's all that matters you just need to do what I ask you to do. Be in the place that I told you to be in and save and bring people closer to God. And that's all. And so Jericho being destroyed and ye in any ways wise against yourselves from the accursed thing. Let ye make yourselves accursed when ye take. So they was like, don't take nothing that belongs to Jericho, please. Just all the silver and gold and vessels of brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. Don't take nothing that ain't yours besides what I told y'all. So the people shouted when the priests blew the horns, um, the trumpets, and it came to pass that, that the wall fell down flat. It's crazy. Not, it's not, I really got to stop saying that, but it's just really amazing that if you listen to God, all of your obstacles will just fall flat. If you just listen to the commandments of God, if you just do the work that he's telling you to do, that those obstacles just disappear. They utterly destroy all that was in the city, both men and women, young and old, ox and sheep, donkey with the edge of the sword, which... I just wish that they knew God. That's just my only wish for Jericho. (sighs) And they burnt the city with fire and all that there was in and only the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass that they put into the treasury. And Joshua saved Rahab, the harlot, alive and her father's household and all that she had. And she dwelt in Israel even unto this day. Because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Even to this day. (sighs) Amazing. And Joshua adjured them at that time saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord that rises up and buildeth this city Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof and his firstborn and his youngest son shall be set up at the gates of it. So the Lord was with Joshua and his fame was noised throughout the country. Like he told him. But keyword. 
But the Lord was with Joshua. And he is with you. Just listen to him and let him guide you. But that is the end of today's episode. And let me just tell y'all that this episode was so good. It was just so good. Definitely share this with someone who you think is ready or God has put on their life that they're going to be doing some succession planning lately. They're going to be promoted and they need to get ready or someone who has an obstacle in their life and they need to just follow the commandments and let God just thrash that wall down. But let's just do our little closing prayer. And like I tell y'all, I've just been really loving the fact or how Paul has closed out the the majority of his letters. And so, Heavenly Father, I just want to say that to all the saints, all the children of God, thank you. Let the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget if you don't like seeing my face, which is okay because it looks tough sometimes. You can watch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Cast, Radio, Google Podcasts, all of the above. So don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to rate the podcast if you choose to listen on those platforms it means a ton and don't forget to share this or just the word of god on your own share a bible verse share love with someone today thank you so much i'll see you guys next week Bye.